A Florida man is suing combos, claiming the cheesy snack doesn't have enough cheese. A Florida wife tried to kill her husband over a postcard from a woman he dated in the 1960s. A Florida mother is booted from the school's pickup area for promoting her OnlyFans account on her car. And a Florida woman claims she cut her dog's neck after being instructed to do so in a dream. These are the weird stories for Friday on Weird AF News. They are all from the state of Florida. That's right, because on Friday we only do weird news from Florida. I call it Florida Fridays on Weird AF News. Let's go! A Florida man is suing combos, claiming this cheesy snack doesn't have enough cheese. Finally, a Florida man cause I can get behind. This Florida man's out here fighting the good fight, trying to get more cheese into our snacks, and I support that, because snacks are always better with more cheese. I think we can all agree on that. I'd like my Cheez-Its to have more cheese. I'd like my Cheetos to have more cheese and more toes. This story's out of Fort Myers, Florida. A Florida man has filed a federal lawsuit. Oh, he went all the way to the feds. He's very serious about getting his cheese injections. He filed a federal lawsuit against the parent company of Combo's Snacks, arguing that they are deceptively marketed because they don't contain enough, quote, real cheese. Okay, I got some questions here. We need to clear this up. Is he complaining that there's not enough cheese or that the cheese is not even real? I never ate Combo's and uh, believed that it was real cheese anyway. Um, I eat a lot of cheesy snacks, and I I sort of don't question that it's real cheese. I just assume it's probably not real cheese, and I just go with it because it's they usually taste good anyways. And if you were to ask me, although there's this snack doesn't contain real cheese, it has fake cheese. Would you like more of this fake cheese within your snack, Jonesy? I would I would check off the box that says yes, absolutely. Okay, back to the lawsuit and the details therein. Florida man Edward Pistorio. Hey, Pistorio, he's an Italian man. Hey, if anybody can um, make a judgment call on cheese, whether it's real or not, or whether there's enough of it, it's an Italian man named Pistorio. I trust this Florida man when it comes to cheese. Uh, Pistorio pointed to the fact that the cheddar cheese-flavored version of the snack is marketed with a picture of a large block of cheese. Um, And the labels, quote, filling made with real cheese and natural flavors. But then our Italian hero in the story then cited the ingredients on the package of combos, which actually say the snacks are less than 2% of a cheese blend. Hmm, seems sus to me. Now, according to the court documents, not so much cheese in here. In fact, the main ingredients of combos are wheat flour, palm oil, dairy product solids, carbohydrates, and cornstarch. Here's a quote from Pistorio's attorney. More than half the public consider cheese healthy and nutritious because it is high in protein and nutrients with key vitamins and minerals such as calcium. Now, by replacing real cheese with palm oil and dairy product solids, the filling lacks the quality, nutritional, and savory attributes that consumers expect from a label indicating it is a, quote, filling made with some real cheese. This is a little tricky because on the one hand, I agree with the lawyer that half of the people consider cheese to be nutritious and high in protein. Maybe not so healthy for you. Maybe not key vitamins. I'm not sure, but if you polled people in general on whether or not they believed combos (laughs) were considered healthy and nutritious, I would say 
much less than half would consider that to be the case. The lawsuit claims the real cheese labeling contributed to the premium $2.59 price of the product, additionally misleading and hurting consumers. Well, who knows what the fallout of this lawsuit will be, but hopefully maybe a change in some labeling on these snacks. I mean, don't put that you have real cheese. You know, just be like cheese-like substance, and we'll all be like, that's fine. It still tastes good. I mean, we don't have to pretend <laughs> that this is a healthy snack. You know, if we're eating combos, it's not because we give a damn about our waistline. It's because we're high, and we want to sit in our couch and watch some streaming show and just veg out with some combos. You know, I think we can all agree on that. However, if you can somehow get combos to put more of this cheese-like substance in the combo. I mean, I think that would be a nice fallout of that, too. And while you're at it, why stop there? Let's go for the Oreos as well. I've had these double-stuffed Oreos. There's not much more stuffing than the regular Oreos. We could use more stuffing in some of the double-stuffed Oreos if this Florida man could get on the case with that. I'd, I'd really appreciate that. A Florida woman tried to kill her husband over a postcard from an ex-girlfriend of his from six decades ago. Okay, we have here a Florida wife behind bars for trying to kill her husband of several decades after he received a postcard from a long-ago ex-girlfriend, a woman that he dated some 60 years ago. Wow, I wonder what it said. <laughs> hey, I saw on Facebook that you're still alive. So happy to hear it. Now, I know it's been 60 years, but I got to get this off my chest. The child is yours. <laughs> it's yours, Harry. Uh, is your wife dead yet, by the way? Just just asking. Is your wife dead? By the way, I found this hoodie. I think it might be yours. <laughs> oh, I hope they put what it said in the postcard on here. I, I highly doubt it, though. Let's keep reading. Bertha Yalter, age 70. Bertha Yalter. She stands accused of one count of attempted murder in the second degree, one count of aggravated battery against an elderly person, and tampering with a witness or victim, according to the Miami-Dade County Court Records. Now it says here, this lovely Florida couple who have a strong bond, uh, they've been married for 52 years. The incident occurred on Sunday, January 28th. Detectives arrived at the resident around 3.30 p.m. that day in a response to a man calling 911 to say that his wife was trying to kill him in their gated community. Responding officers reportedly found the victim in an extremely fragile state and with, quote, several serious bruises and open lacerations as well as open bite marks that were bleeding at the time. Wow, she just went at this guy. The attempted murder, as they're calling it, occurred after the victim received a postcard from a woman that he dated before marrying his wife in the 1960s. Some aspect of the long-gone lover's decades-later outreach, a.k.a. the postcard arrival, greatly angered the defendant, who it says here, first tried to smother her husband with a pillow. My goodness. Oh, man, I'm dying to know what it said in this postcard. It had to be something salacious, right? Maybe there was a nudie stapled to it. I, I don't know. That's how we used to send nudies, guys. You kids don't remember, but we used to send nudies through fax and letters. That's how we did it back then. Ooh, it was very sexy. Polaroids, guys. Polaroids were a thing. Now, it says here, at least some of the alleged attack was captured on a cellular phone, according to the police. Detectives on the scene viewed the footage and allegedly confirmed the man's story. 
The wife, Bertha, also allegedly admitted to depriving her husband of his cell phone at some point. Well, it was too late. He caught her in the act, trying to smother him with a pillow, scratching him and biting him, obviously. The defendant allegedly confessed to committing the attack when interviewed by law enforcement as well. Bertha in no way admits to trying to kill her husband at the time, though, and... Here's a quote from her lawyer. Judge, there is nothing indicating she was trying to kill him. An attorney for the state, however, began reading from the arrest report to justify these more serious charges. The prosecutor remarked that the attempted smothering by a pillow uh, was attempted murder because, quote, that would suffocate and kill him. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, trying to smother an old, fragile man with a pillow is uh, probably attempted murder. Uh, the state's attorney also said, quote, I think she also admitted to urinating on him. On, <laughs> urinating on him. <laughs> wow. <laughs> this poor, this, what kind of state is this man in? Can he not move at all? He just, <laughs> she's peeing on you. He's like, you keep peeing on me. I'm, I'm going to record this and call 911. Do you worst? Okay, I'm skipping over a lot of the legalities here. I'm trying to find the contents of the postcard. I've reached the end. It says, it is presently unclear what the postcard said. Oh, come on, guys. We got to know. I mean, in order to paint the picture fully, we need to know what this postcard said. It's probably something like some reminiscence. Like, oh, I remember being in the back of your Studebaker. We were necking to Led Zeppelin's Stairway to Heaven, do you recall? And then we were stargazing while sharing a Yoo-Hoo. And then with that empty Yoo-Hoo bottle, you know what you did. Some unseemly things that I'll never forget. I can't look at a soda bottle the same way ever again. <laughs> I miss you. A Florida mother is banned from dropping her kids off at the private Christian school because of the OnlyFans advertisement on her car. Well, I mean, how do you think she pays for the private school tuition? Duh. <laughs> Those schools aren't cheap, man. She's just doing it for the sake of the child. We have a mother in central Florida banned from dropping her kids off at a private school because of an advertisement for her OnlyFans account that's pasted on her vehicle. Michelle Klein is her name. She says this private school is making her park across the street, which forces her kids to cross a very busy road, walk down a sidewalk, and then walk through the parking lot to get to school. Well, I mean, this sounds like a better deal for the kids anyways. I mean, you don't want, <laughs> you don't want everybody seeing your mom's OnlyFans account on the side of a car that you're being dropped off at school at. I mean, that's just going to open you up to some crazy bullying at the school. Can you imagine... Kids are so cruel. Oh, my God. You can just picture it. Hey, bro, your mom hasn't posted a butthole video in a while. What's up with that? Is she okay, man? <laughs> hey, hey, so that thing your mom does with the zucchini got a lot of questions. Could you give her this note for me? <laughs> oh, my God, the poor kid. Although maybe maybe it'll make the, the child more popular. A lot of kids asking, yo, can I stay at your house this weekend? Is your mom going to be there? <laughs> now, uh, Michelle goes by the name Piper Fawn on OnlyFans, where she promotes her adult content. She has a large decal that stretches across her vehicle's back windshield to pr promote the OnlyFans account. She says her adult content is her business and her way of life. Here's a quote from Piper. Piper. 
my husband and I had this, you know, little wild, you know, behind closed doors lifestyle that you know, we've now decided to share. <laughs> uh, sounds like the husband's part of this as well. I wonder if he has a decal on the side of his truck when he's driving around. <laughs> driving up to work all the dudes at work yo bro when you guys gonna release a new video man i like that thing you did with the neighbor last week that was pretty cool i thought the uh i thought the animal stuff was a little out of bounds but you know i don't judge i don't judge bro you can have my three dollars a month now uh, this mother that's dropping off her children at the liberty christian preparatory school is um Raising concerns among the parents who don't want their children seeing any advertisements for this sort of OnlyFans content. Lexi Thomas is one of those parents. She says, this is a distraction to my children. And no matter how poorly or how good I parent, porn is there. And that's kind of the first thing they're seeing when they're going into a place that should be educating them. Lexi also says that the decal is distracting because of its enormous size. She says, it's not just a, this little tiny little emblem on the back of a car or on the bumper or anything. It is taking up the entire windshield, man. After Lexi and several other parents complained about the OnlyFans advertisement, the school told Piper she has to drop her kids off across the street. Other parents say there's an easy solution to the problem. Piper should just take the decal off her car altogether. Piper, though, refuses to take the decal off her vehicle. She says, for me, you know, it supports my family. This provides a very comfortable way of life for us. And it's legal, you know. I pay taxes. I pay taxes just like everyone else, but I'm not breaking the law. I, I'm just offending people, but I'm not breaking the law. Uh, so she, she knows she's offending people. She admits it especially within that context of a Christian school, but she just doesn't give a damn. <laughs> this woman is very brazen. She's like, Connor, time to go to Christian school and learn about Jesus while mommy sells pics of her cleavage on the internet. And if you could hand out these stickers to your friends, maybe put them in the boys' locker room. Mommy would appreciate that. Oh, these poor kids. She's going to still bring them to school. She's not taking off the decals. She said she requested that the school provide someone to help her kids get across the street safely. <laughs> She's really making an OnlyFans stand. There's no crossing guard over there. I'm surprised. Usually they have crossing guards to assist the children getting across the street safely. You could always just kind of get out of your car where you park it and walk your children to school without, you know, leaving the vehicle behind. <laughs> Maybe that's a... Uh, that's, that takes up too much of her time. She needs to be home. She needs to be home making videos, taking photos of her thighs. Piper has uh, no intention of extracting her children from this school. In fact, she says she wants to keep her kids enrolled in the private institution because she feels they'll be better protected from taunts than at a public school. <laughs> Lady! <laughs> Uh, but you're giving them so much ammunition to taunt your children at this school. You realize that? How dumb are you? I mean, come on. I have to side with the poor kids in this and the school. You know, I really do. This might be the first time I've actually sided with a Christian school when it's been in the news, I think. But yeah, I have to. I have to. This is not okay. Piper says uh, she films her videos at a studio outside her home and that the children aren't in proximity when she makes her OnlyFans content. 
Here's another quote from her. I think we are teaching the children a good lesson not to stop doing something just because people are offended. I'm teaching them to stand up for themselves. <laughs> yeah, I hope you're teaching them well to stand up for themselves. You, won't, you might want to teach them we tie as well because they're definitely going to be bullied at school and it's probably going to escalate into violence. It could, it could. So good job. Way to teach them a, a lesson, lady. A Florida woman cut her dog's neck after being instructed to do so in her dreams. A Miami lady is facing a felony animal cruelty charge after she cut her dog Sparky several times in the neck after being told to do so in a dream. <laughs> Poor Sparky. She's trying to live as part of a Florida family. Not easy to do so. Not easy to be part of a Florida family. You have no idea what sort of chemicals they're on. Sparky's just trying to have a nice life as a dog, live out his days. This lady cuts him up. Her name is Elena Barakova Cowan, age 37, of Edgewater. There was a two-month-long investigation into this incident. According to the arrest report, Barakova Cowan took Sparky to a veterinarian for some treatment. The uh, veterinarian noticed that the dog was suffering from at least two superficial cuts and a couple more that were, quote, deeper and overlapping. What did she tell the veterinarian? He fell down the stairs and and landed on glass. You know, he he has a drinking problem. My dog is a drunk and he falls down and he falls on glass sometimes. Yeah, it's nothing to see here. I didn't cut him up, cut him up with a blade. I did not, I promise you. We love Sparky. We love him. We also love meth. The veterinarian thankfully informed the police about the situation. Smart veterinarian sees the clues, tries to save Sparky. Good veterinarian. Good boy. Who's that veterinarian? A good veterinarian. You're a good veterinarian, you good veterinarian. Says here, after they apprehended this monster, she told the police that, quote, she had not had any sleep in approximately four days and then had a dream that required for her to complete a sacrifice to the gods to save humanity leading her to wake up, go to her kitchen, grab a knife, and cut the dog's neck several times. Can you believe this? An instruction in a dream, sacrifice the, the dog to the gods to save humanity. Wow. Bath salts are a hell of a drug, as they say. Now, thankfully, thankfully, Sparky has survived the attack, also known as the attempted sacrifice to save humanity. And Sparky has been taken in for adoption by the Miami-Dade Animal Services. So we hope that Sparky will find a nice home, maybe in some other state if the dog's lucky. Got a feel for this dog. Probably going to find a new home, but there's going to be some PTSD involved. Every time Sparky sees the owner take a nap, Sparky's going to be like, No, where's the door? Where's the door? Yay! Well, hello, my friends and loyal listeners of the Weird AF News podcast. Thanks for spending this Florida Friday episode with me. Hope you're having a great weekend. And I want to thank everybody who sent me Florida stories the past 48 hours. Very, very helpful. Um, helping me put together the best Florida Friday episode that I could for the week. We had some great weird stories this week. I appreciate it. You guys can always email me, funnyjones at gmail.com. Uh, perhaps you'd like to call the show and leave a voicemail. You can do so. 
The number is 646-450-2012. Follow me on the gram, Instagram, at Funny Jones. You can slide into my DMs if you'd like to say hi, introduce yourself, ask me how I'm doing, tell me how you're doing. It's all good. I love to hear from listeners. And I answer most of my listeners. Um, so that's a thing. I stay very busy answering correspondence, it seems. Emails, DMs, the whatnot. Got to do it, though. Gotta stay in touch with my listeners, you know what I'm saying? Uh, what else was I going to say? Oh, would you like to support the show? Oh, you can do so. I'm glad you asked by going to weirdafnews.com, the official website of Weird AF News, where you can uh, join the Patreon or you can buy Jonesy a coffee by clicking on the picture of the coffee cup or by clicking on the Patreon banner. That's a great way to support the show. Um, or you can download the Patreon app on your phone and just do a search for Weird AF News. Or do nothing. You don't have to do a damn thing. Just, you know, maybe subscribe to the show. That doesn't cost anything. Um, or you can maybe leave a review of the show or just tell a friend over the weekend while you're partying. You can do that um, if you happen to party. It's not going to, for me, this weekend won't be such a party weekend. Next weekend, though, Super Bowl weekend will be a party weekend for yours truly. Oh, yeah. I always go crazy on Super Bowl Sunday. Oh, yeah, it's a big, big, big event for me. I go down to San Diego and hang out with all my friends down there, and we, we live it up. We're getting a hotel room at a casino. Oh, it's going to be a lit, so lit. I can't wait. I'm going to be in rough shape. I don't even know if I'll be able to do a Monday episode following the Super Bowl, but, you know, we'll just see how it goes, guys. We're just going to see. Life's a big mystery. That's why it's so exciting. Anyways, before I exit the show, please, please be good to yourself. And good luck with your life, man.